Welcome to WP Coffee Talk with your podcast barista, Michelle Frechette. Special thanks to our sponsors, WS Form, WP Explorer, LearnDash, and Sentry Hosting. Welcome to WP Coffee Talk. I'm Michelle Frechette, your podcast barista, serving up the WordPress stories from around the world. And today my guest is Robbie McCullough, who is the co-founder of Beaver Builder. Hey, Robbie, how you doing? Hey, Michelle. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. It's so good to have you. And not just because you're our, you know, latest, greatest uh, sponsor either, but thank you for that also. <laughs> We're really happy our to pleasure. have you on board. <laughs> our pleasure. Absolutely. But uh, And you and I had talked about having you on the show long before that. So just uh, for, the, for the record, for any, but I can be bought. I'm just kidding. It's, um, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't an intentional bribe. No, <laughs> if it worked no, out that it just, way, that's great. <laughs> it worked out well either way, but I'm um, no, just really super happy to have you on the show. And it's funny because um, and we're going to talk about Beaver Builder a little bit later, but I have beavers in the area. And I, every time I go out, I should say every time I go out. Several times that I've gone out with my cameras, been able to actually take pictures of beavers in the wild. And if not beavers, then at least the structures that they have created in the area, mostly lodges, but some dams as well. And uh, it just, you know, when I was spending some time with you and your team uh, at WordCamp Phoenix, I was thinking about, like, what does it mean to be a beaver building things, right? And a lot of people get mad at beavers because they take down the trees and things like that. But it's a natural part of deforestation. It's supposed to happen that way. And the structures that they build are pretty freaking phenomenal. So, you know, we're going to go into that a little bit later, but I, I sent you a picture I'm going to talk about a little bit later too, and then we can share that online, but super exciting stuff. And I'm so happy to hear have you here. But rather than me introduce you and all the great things that you do, I just had a cat jump up here. So that's why I looked like I jumped. Um, why don't you, t- you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? My name is Robbie McCullough, and like you mentioned, I'm one of the co-founders of Beaver Builder. Uh, it's funny, I'm working out of a co-working space, and I've been doing this for the last couple months. Uh, but otherwise, cats jumping up on the desk is a regular <laughs> occurrence at the at my house where I worked before. That's awesome. Um, so I ask everybody to bring a mug and to have something in it. So show us your mug and tell us what you've got in your mug today. All right. I'm excited to, to show off my mug. So this is my mug. Uh, I've got my tie-dye beaver sticker there. Um, I'm currently drinking coffee. Uh, I was actually thinking about grabbing a beer because it's kind of later in the afternoon, about 3 p.m. here. So it seemed like appropriate yeah. beer time. Uh, but I was going to pour. So I'm, I'm working out of this co-working space and they have a beer uh, draft. And when I first signed up here, I was like, oh, I'm going to get my money's worth just drinking beer like off of the free beer draft. But it's been several months now, and I've honestly never even tried it. It just hasn't happened. <laughs> um, so I was like, OK, today's the day. I'm finally going to get a beer. And I went to go pour it, and the keg was empty. And it, like, and I, I'm wearing oh, the no. like remnants of it. But um, You smell so. like the 3 o'clock when you get home at 3 a.m. after you've yeah, been out exactly, at a dive bar. Right? Right? Yeah. I hope I don't get pulled over. <laughs> Um, so for better or for, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. For better or for worse, um, doing coffee instead of beer. And how do you take uh, your and my coffee? favorite? Oh, with cream. Yeah. No sugar. I'm a cream and sugar. No girl. sugar. Okay. Yeah. No, no sugar. Um, just cream. And your mug looks a lot like my laptop covered in stickers. So my favorite thing about this mug is it has a little Easter egg and I set this up when our company went remote and we started doing a lot of video calls. So let me take a quick sip and I'll try and show you. Okay. Uh-huh. You see, I got the, uh, I the WordPress it. sticker on the bottom. <laughs> right on the bottom. It's the perfect <laughs> size too. That's awesome. It does. It I fits love perfectly it. on there. Well, I have a new mug. I have often showed the same mugs over and over. Um, but as several people may be aware, I was recently a finalist um, in Rochester, New York for Remarkable Woman of the Year. Sadly, I did not become the most remarkable woman of the year, but I was one of four. And as my one of my, I should say, consolation prize, they had gift bags for us from the radio, the news station. So this is my RochesterFirst.com Channel Eight um, mug, and I might have honey bourbon in my mug instead of coffee. But it is <laughs> after six p.m. here, and if I drink coffee now, I will be awake till tomorrow morning. <laughs> No, no judgment. That's fantastic. Congratulations. Yeah. Well, thank the, uh, you. It's kind of exciting. Remarkable status. 
on the show and Numagaf always. So tell us, how did you get started in WordPress? I got started in WordPress over a decade ago now um, when I was learning about web design. Um, I, I started doing websites when I was really young. Like as a child, I started getting into web design. And um, and then when I was in my kind of late teens, sort of that age where you're like looking for a job and like trying to make some money, uh, I got back into it. And this was kind of like the Google AdSense era. And I was trying to build some websites and put AdSense on them. And, <laughs> you know, I was learning about SEO. Uh, and one website I built was a guitar tablature website so yeah. i see you have some guitars back there you're probably I familiar do. with with the like um musical notation that most people learn to play guitar with is based mm -hmm. on like numbers and dashes and it tells you which finger to put on which string yeah and i built a website where i scraped all of the existing guitar tablature websites and i scraped up all their songs and then i made a web font that made the the design a little bit cleaner and a little clearer to read mm -hmm. um, and I threw AdSense ads up there and I used WordPress to blog about the site and my process of building it and kind of trying to develop a community around it. That's really um, cool. It was a really fun project. And it was, it was, you know, at the time, like it, it got decent organic traffic from Google because it had all these long tail and there was like hundreds of thousands of songs. Um, but unfortunately, this is like just after I turned 18, I got this very threatening um, official letter from the MPAA. This is like back in the Napster days, too. So they were they yeah. were like a big deal back then. They still are. But um, basically threatening to, to sue me um, <laughs> out of existence if I didn't take the site down because it was all copyrighted music, oh, um, yeah. which was really kind of devastating at the time because I put all this work into it but very very makes, sad uh, for a teenager for sure yeah yeah makes for a good a good story now I guess <laughs> I mean if I recall correctly Napster was also founded by a teenager and that person was also just as disappointed but it all came crashing down so I think you're right yeah I think they might have had a little bit better of a, a career outcome didn't wasn't that Sean Park, he can go on to do Facebook or, or become an advisor. For oh, Facebook. I don't even know. I just know that he probably walked away with like pockets full of money. <laughs> for sure. Well, it's I love funny. that. Yeah, now, now streaming is like the go-to, right? They were, they were ahead yeah. of their time. I mean, sadly, I still have books full of CDs, <laughs> but um, slowly moving those on to digital material that I can listen to through my AirPods. But yeah. Too funny. Cool. Too funny. Uh, so that's great. I love how you went from like building websites to now having one of the premier page builders and themes out there. So that's pretty cool. Um, before we get to talking about Beaver Builder, though, let me ask you just a couple more questions, because as everybody knows, I ask the same set of questions to everybody. When you think about what we do as this cat is like literally driving me crazy right now. Uh, <laughs> this, is, this is why I usually do not record from home and I do record from the office, but today is a, a home day. Um, when you think about us as web builders, uh, whether, you know, de developers, designers, everybody in between, what do you think is a step that we skip sometimes or we don't focus enough attention on when we're building websites that would make websites better? I think that content is king. Uh, that it reminds me of a question we get often, or that we hear often in the kind of in the page builder ecosystem, and a lot of people are really concerned about um, SEO and performance. And you know, we hear people ask regularly, like, if I use the page builder, is that going to impact my my SEO? You know, right. or if, if I'm like. Um, and, and like, ultimately, that's a performance question. Like, if I build my website in a way where it's going to be a little bit less performant than doing it this way, is that, you know, how much of an impact is that going to have? And, you know, what we say and what we found is that if you have good content that's um, shareable or valuable or based on experience, that that's going to trump everything else. And, um yeah, I think like it's it's really easy to kind of focus on those like very like micro optimizations when you're building a site or getting mm -hmm. getting into the rabbit hole of like which theme and which font <laughs> and what should my line height be and you know all these like nitty gritty yeah. typography settings which I love to do and admittedly like get into that rabbit hole myself but you know it's I think kind of fun sometimes. Better. 
it's a blast oh yeah absolutely like going through all the different themes and on my personal blog that like no one really ever sees it's very small like i'll just do it on the live site i'll be like oh i wonder what 2023 looks like and <laughs> activate it and check it out but exactly um, and then shortly yeah. thereafter return to beaver builder right <laughs> yeah 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 exactly exactly uh, I, I think that's i think that that's true right so i remember i was building a couple of websites back in the day before WordPress um, as part of my MBA program before WordPress. And like one of the things we were taught back then was whatever your keywords are, put them in white text on a white background. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> right. I think this might even have been like just when Google was starting and it was still about Yahoo as the king of, you know, search engines and um, Ask Jeeves was still around and all of those kinds of things. But sure. yeah, um, I don't do that anymore in case anybody's wondering. You can search the entire WP Coffee Talk website and there is no white text on a white background. So just so we're all, so we're all on the same page. It is frowned upon these days. Yeah. <laughs> Very much so. Not just I think for, I... for being manipulative, but also it's not accessible. Exactly. I have a lot of friends at Yoast and they would probably disown me if that's the way <laughs> I was doing business. <laughs> When you think back to your time over WordPress, what's something that you wish you had learned earlier in your WordPress journey that sure would have made life easier? You know, I think when we were building Beaver Builder early on, one of the things we tried to do was use WordPress for everything. Mm. Um, like, for example, we had um, community forums that we were using BBPress for, and we were doing our supports, um, like customer support through those forums. Um, and, you know, for our e-commerce system, we were using WooCommerce and for, um, you know, all these different th things that might have been better off using like a dedicated platform. We tried to just kind of hack it together, like literally mm -hmm. hack it together using yeah. WordPress, you know, like our affiliate program, we're using uh, affiliate WP. And to this day, we still are using WordPress for a lot of things, but in hindsight, uh, we joke around sometimes about how our WordPress install, like it's, it has all of these building blocks and pieces that we've built up and hacked together over the years that it's kind of got like a house of cards feeling to it or like a Jenga game where, you know, like when we have to do updates or make changes, yeah. it's just like, I feel like if you Don't pull the pull wrong block, one. it's all gonna, <laughs> and knock on wood, yeah. uh, it's never crumbled yet, but it, it's That's always good. a little, a little scary. So, in, yeah. you know, if we were going to go do it all over again, we might've pulled some of those pieces out to be their own dedicated either you know, SaaS platforms or run separate WordPress installs yeah. instead of trying to build it all on one. I can't remember who I was talking to recently, but I we were talking about the fact that WordPress is great, but it isn't necessarily the solution to everything. But how it's that old adage that if the only tool you have is a hammer, every problem <laughs> looks like a nail, right? So it's like, I can do that with WordPress, but the, sometimes you have to ask yourself the question, but should you, right? Like yeah. I'm the biggest WordPress, um, you know, uh, uh, evangelist out there, but everything doesn't have to be WordPress to be useful in our ecosystem. So yeah, you know, I think that's, that's valuable uh, information for sure. That struggle between, um, time and and money too because mm -hmm. you know wordpress has and most you know all the plugins and the plugin repo for the most part there's a free option or a way to do mm -hmm. just about anything for free but a lot of times you're sacrificing time in order to right. get it set up and maintain it the challenge is when you're starting out and you're bootstrapping that's the way you kind of have to go unless you've just got you know mom and dad paying bills or you've got angel investors or you just happen to have deep pockets of your own, you know, you're looking mm -hmm. for ways to bootstrap through. And so, yes, coming up ways to unengineer that as you have the ability to do different things um, becomes a, a huge endeavor for sure. Totally. Yeah. So you and I recently met face-to-face um, -face at, not the, for the first time, of course, but at, at WordCamp Phoenix. Um, I know you've been to WordCamp US and you've been to other WordCamps and other WordPress events. As you think back over all of the different events that you've attended, is there like a moment, um, a talk, a person, an event that happened where it was like that aha, the angel sang kind of moment that really made a difference for you? Um, and if so, what was it? There's been many of them, I think, throughout the years. Uh, I've been, I, I really got, I really found that I enjoyed um, doing word camps early on in our kind of beaver builder journey and uh, kind of doubled down on those over the years and, and really enjoyed.
enjoyed being a part of the community. I think one, 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 I won't, I won't mention who, but I remember one time, one of the first word camps I ever attended and I went with my, my business partners, but there was a figure in the WordPress space, um, who was very well known. who was a, a fantastic blogger and developer. And we kind of held him up on a, on a pedestal. Like whenever we saw his name, we'd go, Oh, this guy, mm -hmm. he's, <laughs> you know, he seemed like, you know, uh, like superhuman. And so we went to his talk at WordCamp and, it was it was a good talk it was very interesting but you could tell that his forte was not public speaking and that he was more of a developer and a writer and we kind mm -hmm. of walked away from it being like wow like this person that we you know thought was was superhuman is is human after all <laughs> yeah. um so that yeah i guess that was like a, i remember that being a pivotal moment of like kind of meeting your meeting your wordpress heroes so to speak <laughs> and, and um it, it you know kind of just how 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 different it is experiencing people and their personas mm -hmm. and their you know brands if you will online versus yeah. face to face no that's very true um for sure and i think sometimes people have expectations of like um like celebrity but realistically every single person at wordpress from matt mullenweg to the teenager who just started their first blog today we're all just people right so Totally. Yeah, but it is it is easy to try to like put to, or not to try to it is easy to visualize people um, as being superhuman in the ways that they do things. And and it's, it is not that it's not a bad thing to realize people's humanity. I think that's great. I like that. So let's talk a little bit about Beaver Builder. What year did you all found Beaver Builder? We founded started in 2014. Uh, in April 2014, actually. So this month is our birthday month. Ah. Uh, we're celebrating our our ninth birthday. Very nice. Uh, Happy birthday, yeah. Builder. Yeah, thanks. I'll, I'll send <laughs> it exciting. on to the rest of the team. <laughs> there you go, for sure. You all have built um, a product that really works for a lot of people. Uh, you're not the only page builder theme in in the ecosystem, of course, but you're one of the earlier ones that has had some really good longevity. And I think part of that is because you continue to innovate and grow, right? So you have you didn't just like, there it is do with it what you will and then and then people outgrow it because of course we know that wordpress has changed a lot in the last nine years as well um there were no block builders <laughs> nine years ago when things first started yeah. out and so to have uh you know the gutenberg project and then um the block editor and things has certainly changed things a lot but to get back to that picture idea i was thick because i was you know thinking a lot about uh, beaver builder and about beavers and all of this thing since i talked to you uh last month I think that was about two and a half weeks ago, maybe. It's not even that long ago. Yeah, not that long ago. I know, crazy, right? So I sent you a picture. I think I sent you the picture I had too um, that's in the WordPress uh, directory, photo directory of a beaver dam, right? I think I showed it to you anyway. And so there's a beaver dam yep, yep. up in, uh, I'm forgetting, up there Lake Placid in uh, Saranac Lake. So up there, there is a lake you can, I took this like train ride, this Adirondack mountain train ride. It's a sightseeing thing. It doesn't exist anymore, unfortunately, because it was a great train ride. But at the end of it, before, right before you pull into Saranac Lake from Lake Placid, you drive by or pull by this big, looks like a pond, right? And they pointed out that the beavers have dammed the creek that that's there to build into, to build this pond. And even though it doesn't look what I would like big, I mean, I live by Lake Ontario, by no means is it like Ontario standards, but they did say over the speaker, like, and if anybody were to remove that dam, the entire town of Saranac Lake would be flooded and it would be a national disaster. Right. And I thought, holy cow. So a couple of things came to mind with that was beavers are amazing at design. I mean, they're like natural born architects because they're not drawing up plans and going, oh, I think we need another like log over there, Larry, right? Like it's like, they just know <laughs> what they're doing and they absolutely affect the entire ecology of the area uh, in a good way because that's what they're supposed to do. 
The other picture, which I just sent to you, which I took on Sunday, was a beaver lodge, which is what the beavers live in. And I know you know about beavers, but just in case anybody else doesn't, beavers actually access their lodge under the water. So they swim down under the water, then up, they climb up into this beaver lodge, which looks like a hay hay bale, kind of, floating in the water. And what I love about beaver lodges is that they become these condos for wildlife, right? So like I've seen both uh, Canada geese and swans nest on top of a beaver lodge. The beavers don't care because they're not using the top, they're using the underneath. And I've also, the picture I sent you, there was a a painted turtle, which they've just recently emerged from the mud from the wintertime because they hibernate, was at the bottom, like kind of semi-climbed up the side of this beaver lodge and was sunning itself in the sun, in the afternoon sun. And I thought, Beavers also do that, right? So they don't just like build these dams that are absolutely architecturally sound, but they create these um, condo condos for themselves. They sleep in the basement and they let the birds have the penthouse. I mean, it's a pretty, pretty sweet thing. And it's really amazing. And I could see why you named the, 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 I guess there again, I can see why you named a beaver builder because of the way that it's like instinctive and sound but why don't you tell me if i'm anywhere near right on what i just guessed or if it was like hey beavers are cute let's name it that (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure yeah i'm flashing back to to ninth grade biology (laughs) or uh or not biology but uh science class like a symbiotic relationship right where yes yeah 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 (laughs) um Yes, it's side note. I used to live near a reservoir and we had beavers in the reservoir, but they were really rare um, to see. And a lot of people didn't know they existed, myself included. Um, But I remember um, going out on the lake on a paddleboard and seeing the trees that have been chewed down and, and thinking, mm-hmm. gosh, that looks like a, like, like, looks like a beaver. And then seeing like some of the dams they'd built and some of the lodges. Yeah. And I remember I was out on the paddleboard one day and I got too close to one of their lodges, I think. And they do this, this move when they get threatened, where they slap their tail, like they'll surface and slap their tail mm-hmm. against the water. And I saw one of them do that. And I almost fell off the board because <laughs> I, I, like, I think it was the first time seeing a beaver in the wild. It startled you, uh, huh? <laughs> it did, yeah. But it was also like this at the time. This was, we had a beaver builder, like so. Mm-hmm. It was like a you know, it was like a sign. I was like, oh my gosh, it's, it's That's amazing! Awesome. It's a beaver <laughs> right here. Um, yeah. So, so okay. So the name story was we when we launched Beaver Builder, it was actually called something else. Our um, we had a web design agency called Fastline Media, and we started working on Beaver Builder as a you know kind of internal or side project. Um, and when we launched it, we called it the Fastline Page Builder. But then one of our early customers uh, was a marketing guy, and he wrote us. He said that you know we, he loved our software, but he thought our branding was silly; it didn't make any sense. He's like, "What does Fastline mean?" Like you guys, he basically said you guys needed a better name. So we started doing an exhaustive kind of like brainstorming search session that lasted a couple of weeks where we were like writing things out on a whiteboard mm-hmm. and like, you know, we'd have this like great name idea and then we'd go and try and find the domain and it was already taken. And it was like that back and forth and back and yeah. forth. And we were um, thinking about like animals that build things. That was kind of like the thought train mm-hmm. we were in or, uh, and we were thinking like bees and beavers and we were like beaver builder i think you know one of us said it in the office and we all just started laughing and we're like no that's like that's silly <laughs> that'd be like you know that'd be too too silly to try and like name the company beaver builder um but then it was so sticky like we kept thinking about it and laughing about it and, like the next yeah. day we kind of saw it on the whiteboard and we're just like gosh it's really good <laughs> um, and then the domain was free and you were like yes it's meant to be right yeah, we were able to get, we got WP Beaver Builder and eventually we got beaverbuilder.com. Um, um, and we, so at the time we were also, we worked with a logo designer and we sent him an email and said, hey, we like, we're thinking about rebranding the software product we made. We've got this name idea. We were wondering if you could, you know, do some logos for us. Mm-hmm. And he sent back the, I don't have it on my hat. Oh, it's, it's on my cup here. The beaver caricature. Um, he sent a logo back that had this guy with the, the beaver builder, um, you know, 
text as part of the logo and we just mm -hmm. we fell in love with the caricature it was just so cute um they really knocked it out of the park uh and that's when we were like okay let's do it we're going with we're going with beaver I builder <laughs> i love it i love it and now you guys are not only um creating a product that people can use but you're also supporting the wordpress community by sponsoring events sponsoring podcasts um sponsoring uh word camps and things like that so you know from me as part of the community, thank you for all that you do for the WordPress community. It's great to have you guys be such active members of uh, of all that we do. Oh, I appreciate that. So, yeah, it feels yeah. good. Um, obviously, it's you know we get some some. It's hard to quantify, but some business return from it too. But um, being able to kind of participate in the in the community and you know we we believe in the WordPress mission and um it just has always felt like a fit the people and the the vibe we get here and the idea of yeah. you know open source and democratizing publishing and getting to to share your code and build off of what other people are building um it all speaks uh speaks to kind of what we want to be doing with our with our lives professionally and personally it's yeah it's it feels and good having met your team in phoenix i would say you've got a great group of people too like just the best team they're awesome Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, we we're really lucky. Um feel really lucky. That was that was fun too. We so we just got to hang out in Phoenix. Our our sponsor areas were right next to each other's mm -hmm. and we decided to bring out um I think we had nine people total. A couple of uh like friends and family and and significant others came, but nine beavers <laughs> um <laughs> all together, which is something we haven't done as a company before. We we usually do, you know, little meetups or we do, you know, our Zoom chats or this or that. But mm -hmm. um, getting everyone in person in one spot was was really special and a lot of fun. Yeah, it was really it was good. It was cool to be next to you guys because, yeah, I was there with a page builder also. And even though people could look at us and go, oh, they're competitors, like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know about you, but like, I never see it that way. Like people are going to find the product that's right for them whether it's yours, mine, or somebody else's. Um, it's just really cool to be there to support, to educate, to share the opportunity that you have. But it's not like, oh gosh, ours is so much better. Don't go to their table. I mean, I didn't hear that from you guys. You didn't hear from us. Like, it's just not the way, that's not the WordPress way. And so um, we absolutely can all exist together, even at tables side by side, which actually was super fun. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed on everything. Yeah. <laughs> so fun so what's in the future for for beaver builder like you said you nine years in um what's coming down the line that you want to talk about well we are continuing to to build out features um we actually just got some um really valuable valuable user feedback from we have a facebook group the beaver builders group but mm -hmm. um like currently we're working on a big release where we're updating our responsive um the, the responsive builder within beaver builder um and it's it's always been like a it's always been like a tricky thing to get right um like when you're building a website right and you want to see what it looks like on like an ipad size screen or a phone size screen mm -hmm. um chrome dev tools is what a lot of people use right because so, they do that really really well um and we tried to recreate that but it was like never quite pixel perfect there was always just some little like um little kind of like nuances that wouldn't quite translate when you were looking at it in Beaver Builder. Mm -hmm. uh, but we figured out a way to use an iframe um, in our mm -hmm. latest release. It's coming out really soon that makes it a lot closer to to Pixel Perfect or what you would be able to experience using Chrome Dev Tools. And oh, then cool. we're yeah, yeah, it was like it was like a little bit of a breakthrough um, from like the dev side when they kind of figured out that we could do it this way and and started doing some like proofs of concept and um, everyone was really excited to see that it was like possible and it worked. Oh, that's great. Uh, yeah, and we've been doing some experiments with like global styling and global colors. So uh, page builders, you know, Beaver Builder and, and most all the others operate on like a page by page basis. Uh, but a lot of times, like kind of similar to how you would use CSS if you were developing a page with code, you want to be mm -hmm. able to say like, okay, my main color is this color, my accent colors are this color, um, similar with styles, you know, like I want this font size and all the headings. And you can do that with CSS and you can write mm -hmm. CSS and use that within your page builder or Beaver Builder. Uh, but we're, we're experimenting with ways to do that um, in like a no code uh, way. Oh, nice. And then, uh, yeah, yeah. Another big thing we just started, uh, we just launched, we have another product called Assistant Pro, 
which is a cloud platform for storing page designs. And it works with um, not just Beaver Builder, it's all the other page builders in Gutenberg. But if you're designing using a page builder, you can upload your designs to Assistant, and then you can really easily use them on different WordPress installs. Or if you're doing like development and staging, you can mm -hmm. you know work on your staging site and push it up to the cloud and pull it down on your live site. Oh, that sounds like um, a we, cool tool. It was like that in particular was always a, a pain in the neck for me because I would build out pages on our staging site and then we would use the WordPress uh, XML import export tool and we'd like export yeah. an XML file and then import it. Um, and it was just a mess because it would it would uh, like just that process was a pain in the butt. And then when you had the XML import on your live site, all of the image URLs and like sometimes links would, uh, if it were internal links, they wouldn't update to the new domain. So you had to like go back through and like mm -hmm. Assistant Pro has made that process like a lot more just seamless and simple. I love um, that because I've had that experience before where I had to go through and update all of my links and look for my image links because those didn't work. The images were in the library, but they didn't want to connect because the title was the, or the, the URL for them was different. So yeah. 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 That's really I, cool. I remember once making the mistake, I was working on a local site and I forgot to update the image links because when I was looking at the live site, they were still loading off of my local server, but everyone <laughs> else who was accessing the site from the web wasn't seeing it. And you're like, I don't get it. I can see them. Like I've yeah. actually, yeah, I've done that too. It's like, oh, they're referencing another website or, and that's one of the things, you know, we talk about like being able to incorporate the WordPress photo directory into websites and people have the, in the instinct sometimes to just include it by URL. But if somebody removes their photo from the photo directory, that URL breaks and then you don't have that image anymore, which is. Oh, sure. You know, you got to be careful about those kinds of Classic things. Classic sure. internet problem, right? When you go through an yeah. old like forum post and it's got like the mm -hmm. imager or, you know, image bucket or like all of those like, yeah. you know, dozens of image hosting websites that have come and gone over the years. Yeah. And that little picture that tells you, wah, wah, and that's not here anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a fun thing, especially if you have built a site for a customer and they're reporting to you that things aren't working the right way. Um, and I think that a lot of seasoned designers and developers don't do those kinds of things anymore, but people st starting out still are looking for ways to reduce the load on the site. And so they're not uploading images and things like that. So totally. not necessarily yeah. best practice though. <laughs> yeah. Going back to that, like, you know, like, you know, ramen hacker kind of yes. late high school kind of early college mentality where you just try yeah. and save a buck everywhere you can, like, you know, yeah. Hosted on, hosted on the image hosting site and let them use up the bandwidth. Like, right. <laughs> Until that image no longer exists. Yeah. And then, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Gross. Yeah, not fun. Um, let me move into the rapid fire questions. Uh, I always say I'll ask them rapidly. You take as much time as you'd like to answer them. Um, oh, good. Okay. Okay. So you don't have to be real quick. You can think about it for a second. Um, but if you say quiet too long, people will think that we stopped the show. So don't take too long to think about things. <laughs> what are two or three must have plugins that you would recommend to somebody? building their own website okay a kismet i think is one of the like first ones i install on any site that's going to have a comment section or mm -hmm. you know user generated content which is kind of bittersweet we had uh, a blog with comments and then a maybe year or two ago we decided to turn off comments that was kind of like the trend um mm -hmm. i think there was some seo benefits to doing that and so we did that. And then we decided recently to turn them back on because we were feeling like uh, we used to do like a lot of our, you know, interacting with our users and people reading our blog on like various social networks, particularly like Facebook groups was a big one for us. Mm -hmm. um, but there's been just some changes to like the Facebook algorithm or, you know, Twitter has been kind of like a up and down roller coaster. And yes. we're like, maybe we should like own our own discussions again and try and move some of that conversation back to the blog. So we re-enabled comments and it's just been like a barrage of spam comments every day. And I was like, oh, this oh, is why that's the so other annoying. reason why we yep. did this. Uh, so a Kismet or some sort of like, you know, spam blocking. I know there's a few mm -hmm. other options. Mm -hmm. um, we started using HCAPTCHA instead of ReCAPTCHA. So ReCAPTCHA is Google's CAPTCHA plugin. Mm -hmm. um, but we were doing some like performance tuning on our site and found that 
reCAPTCHA was loading in a web font and HCAPTCHA was an option that was like kind of a more open source data friendly, um, mm -hmm. like, you know, not, not giving all your data over to Google. Um, right. And we really liked that. So that's kind of in the same vein. And Metric is a, it's a, SaaS platform, but it's also a plugin. But if you're doing anything with WooCommerce and e-commerce, mm -hmm. highly recommend checking out Metric. Uh, what they do is they pull all of your stores data off of your WordPress install. Kind of going back to this idea of like, you don't have to have everything on WordPress. Mm -hmm. um, we, we're running a WooCommerce uh, install and there'd be times when we try and search for like an order number or a customer and our website would just start like grinding because it was like mm. going through this you know huge database and um what metric does is it pulls all that data off into a separate SaaS. i think they're using laravel or something like mm -hmm. that but they have really like lightning fast uh search capability and then they also give you sales metrics on you know if you're doing subscriptions it'll show you your recurring revenue and your churn and they do some really cool stuff and it's all like lightning fast Oh, that's nice for sure. Yeah. Very good. And you've yeah, listed cool. some that nobody's ever said before on the show, which I like. It's not all the same three all the time. So that's great. So that gives people something else to look into for sure. At any point in your WordPress journey, when you started out or even as late as last week, have you had a mentor, whether it was official or unofficial? And if you did, and you can tell us, who was it? Yeah, totally. Uh, Chris Lemma is the first name that comes to mind. He was one of the early beaver builder uh, evangelists, if you will. And he he's he's I think, well, um, don't need to get too deep on what he he used to be very, very involved in a daily blogger talking about businesses in the WordPress space. Like that was his niche and his thing, and he owned it. And mm -hmm. he still does that, but I think he's he's kind of moved away from that a little bit. Um, but he, we were like super excited when he started using Beaver Builder and we were like regular readers of his blog. And he reached out to us and invited us to a conference that he was hosting in Cabo called Cabo Press. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we were looking at the ticket price and, and you know, this was like we were still a really small company and we were like, we cannot, you know, spend x thousands of dollars to go fly okay. to cavo for a week and stay it's at this really nice you know five star okay. all-inclusive resort and we're like this is ridiculous like we can't this isn't like valuable but he sent us an email and he was like you guys i really think you could benefit from doing this mm -hmm. um, and he was he was totally right because the people he brought in to speak mm -hmm. and the discussions that we had there with other business owners um, we learned so much about like what we were supposed to be doing and the kind of best practices for running a software and a SaaS business and, nice. and WordPress. So I am, uh, yeah, very grateful to him. Um, Syed Balki was another, actually a host at Cabo Press that we met, but he's also been um, a really helpful kind of mentor and advisor and someone who, uh, you know, we try to try to clone what he's doing um, as often as we can because he's he's got some you know um, some really cool products in the space and he's always mm -hmm. you know innovating and coming up with cool ways for at least me on like the marketing side I'm always like checking out his websites and being like okay what's he doing how's how how are his articles always ranking number one in Google <laughs> and like how come I'm always seeing his products everywhere <laughs> yeah exactly he's got a lot of good products too for sure um, totally. And he's got like the number one WordPress blog, right? WP Beginner. So it's easy to see how, how that has helped for sure. Um, great, great uh, business acumen, I will say for sure. Totally, totally. So other than Chris and Saeed now, because I don't want to keep naming the same people, but who is someone that you admire in the WordPress community and why? You know, I just met, uh, someone named Leslie Sim, um, and she is the co-founder of Newsletter Glue. Mm -hmm. And we met at WordCamp Asia, and we met over. It was like a, it was a just like a a beer meetup um, that was hosted by Freemius. Vova from Freemius invited everyone out to go have some beers, and we were chatting. Um, you know, we just happened to kind of find ourselves in like a small circle chatting um and i was familiar with newsletter glue like i knew the name but i didn't know exactly like what it was so mm -hmm. i went back uh, like that night in the hotel and i was like newsletter, you know went and you know plug the website in and i was like yeah what is that and then uh, i was looking at her landing page and i was looking at all like her marketing copy and again i'm like you know kind of like copywriting marketing geek um so and i was sure. just like wow like this is 
this is um it's, it's really it was like really solid just like everything was like okay i want to buy this i don't even know if i need it but it's like i like it i want to <laughs> buy it i feel like i trust this company um and that was notable and then coincidentally um I don't want to like dox her, but so I was traveling, uh, we were all in Bangkok together. And then I was traveling through her home country on my way home. And so I linked up, um, I asked if she, or we were talking about getting together. And so we went yeah. and had lunch and I got to kind of pick her brain a little bit about, about copywriting and marketing. And um, yeah. yeah, just was like very impressed with her thoughts. She had a lot of like original ideas and a, and a really cool story. She's brilliant. And um, just a little plug for newsletter glue. We used it on the underrepresented in tech, uh, com website and it's, it is just a brilliant product. It's amazing. Yeah. I think that awesome. that's a, a sound person to admire in the community for sure. What's something that you'd like to learn in WordPress, but that you haven't tackled yet. Let's see. To learn in WordPress, but haven't tackled yet. I feel like there's a lot. It's hard to come up <laughs> with just one. I have been, I used to write a lot more code and do a lot more development work. But then mm -hmm. um, as we went, so we, we had a web design agency where we all kind of like took in projects and owned them from start to finish and built websites for people. And then when we started working on Beaver Builder, we were all kind of like, you know, we're doing like, doing a little bit of work on the code, but then doing a little bit of work on support and a little bit of work on like our website and trying to do a little blogging. And um, eventually we all sort of decided to kind of divide and conquer. And I took over more of the marketing activities, but um, I always like wish I was writing more code uh, and mm. I feel, or I feel like that, like I'm way rusty and out of the loop of modern development. Um, like I haven't really played with React all that much. And, you know, mm -hmm. there's like some of the uh, like deployment tools that are available now and just the workflows like static. I mean, I guess it's not even WordPress, but like static site generators and some of that stuff. Um, I, I see what's happening like across the, you know, over the fence. And I'm like, oh, I would like that looks so cool. I'd love <laughs> to like play with that. Or I wish I knew it. I wish I knew what they were talking about. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. So. I'm not a developer, but I understand wanting to understand it and grow with it. Um, I do like to say, you know, you see the guitars you, you commented on. That was my first step towards becoming a developer is just having guitars on the wall because every developer, I swear, has guitars in the background. Of course, That's I joke. so funny. <laughs> like, can my, I be a My business now? partner, Justin, yeah, our, our kind of um, lead developer uh, actually played in a punk rock band. Oh, cool. um, and he, so he played in a punk rock band, Justin, uh, and then my other partner, our other co-founder, Billy, used to manage one of the clubs that was in town. So that's how they met, uh, which okay. is a fun story. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they, he, they both actually have guitars up in their office. Yeah, you see it a lot Go in WordPress. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. There's something that, that kind of just goes together, but um, I'm not sure exactly how to describe it, but it definitely fits for sure. What is one of the biggest WordPress mistakes you've ever made and what did you learn from it? Okay. When I was working on our website, I thought I was working on the staging site and I don't remember why I was doing, I think I was importing and export. It might've been like importing or exporting pages. Like I was talking about earlier, like I'd done designs and I needed to import a new page or I'd like, um, but what um, what I did was I went to our pages screen on in the WordPress admin panel and I hit that, you know, check, like select all button and like moved them all to the trash and then deleted them. And I was, I think I was going to like re-import those pages because I was, you know, like messing around with something. Uh, but long story short, uh, or long story long, uh, I was on the live site, our live site, oh, and I no. thought I was on a staging site and I deleted all of our pages. And I had that moment of like the blood, you know, like drains out of your face and you get a little yeah. like sweaty and like shaky with that like adrenaline anxiety. And I was oh, like, yeah. oh my God, what have I done? And I it, to make matters worse, it was Sunday, and then it was also Mother's Day, oh, um, no. and I I like 
I sent a message to Justin. And I was like, Justin, I screwed up. Like, and he he was at his daughter's softball game. I think we 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 actually just told this story or like talking about it recently. He's like, oh yeah, I remember when you did that. Like, I was you know at, at my daughter's softball game, and I was like, uh, <laughs> I can't. I'm on the phone. Like, there's not a whole lot I could do right now. Um, <laughs> but we hit up. I hit up uh, Pagely. So we host our site on Pagely, and I hit them up and. Um, yeah, they 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 managed to like pull a backup and get our like get our site back up and running within you know a, a few minutes, maybe ten or fifteen minutes, um, and I, so I feel eternally kind of like uh, guilty for <laughs> to all their mothers you know who aren't getting to spend time with their brilliant children who rescued me. But after that, what we did was we made uh, a CSS change on our staging site so that like the admin panel bar that you know normally yeah. it's like black i think by default that black bar is like a very bright red so you can always have like a visual indicator of when you're working on staging or not yeah. <laughs> and probably little do you know but you're the only one that sees the red one everybody else knows what they're doing right now <laughs> yeah right oh man yeah yeah <laughs> i'm kidding but yeah i've changed the colors of websites um the interface before so that I can remember which site I'm in if I've got three or four open <laughs> at the same time, you know, but yeah, for sure. That's, that would be scary. I've, <laughs> I've worked websites before in the past and luckily had a, something I could redeploy quickly, but otherwise it's like <gasps> very scary for sure. That's yeah. It's a horrible, it's like <laughs> that feeling is so, so familiar and it, it happens and you know, like it's the same feeling when you like reach down, like for me, like if I feel for my wallet in my back pocket and the wallet's not there and I'm out and about, or like, you know, yeah. you like you just realize you've made like a, a tragic mistake or something's gone horribly wrong. But like if you've turned one the wrong way down a one way road, that same yeah. kind of like panic. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's such a natural anxiety response that <laughs> it, it sure is. doesn't feel great. <laughs> no, no. At least he was able to recover it and, and things moved on as, as they should. But yeah, all is well that ends well. Yeah. <laughs> those few moments are scary for sure. Well, let's talk about the opposite of that. What's your proudest WordPress moment? <laughs> okay. Proudest WordPress moment. Well, you know, I had a really fun one just recently. Um, it WordCamp Asia. I think we we like briefly bumped into each other at WordCamp mm -hmm. Asia, um, but I was uh, I so I invited my mom to come out to WordCamp Asia. We had um, some family business to attend to in Thailand, and we'd been kind of waiting for a good reason to go out there. And when WordCamp Asia got announced that it was going to be in Bangkok, I was like, oh, let's like you know let's do that. So my mom came out with me. Uh, nice. to WordCamp Bangkok, which was which was fun. And uh, one of the guys from WPMU Dev, I'll give them a plug, uh, Tim had an extra ticket. And I was like, oh, you have an extra ticket. Like my mom's going to be in town. She was going to come like on the last night. Uh, I was like, if you have an extra, like I'd love to bring her in and, you know, she, maybe she can yeah. go sit in a session or go get some swag from the sponsor booth and and do the after party. And we did all that. Like he, she was able to get a ticket. Um, and it was just really fun getting to, to show her. Um, I'd actually taken her to another word camp uh, in Chicago, but it was a lot smaller, kind of more of like a regional camp. And mm -hmm. um, we had like a really fun time doing that together That's and getting awesome. to introduce her to my colleagues and her getting to kind of see what, what I do and, yeah. and experience. Like we were saying the word camp community is kind of special. And, and I think she mm -hmm. got a, a good a good taste of what that it's, what that meant it's, by it's hard for non-wordpress family members to understand what that says and 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 why it feels to other people like we're in a cult because we're constantly talking eating breathing <laughs> the ecosystem and the community right like some of my best friends are wordpressers um and then when we do get to introduce people and or give them a glimpse it's exciting for sure especially if they get it and she doesn't have to understand how to develop and build a website to just get why it's important to you. And that's, I can see why that would have been a really great moment. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many like brilliant and kind people, I think are the kind of two common traits and and so many people that have such an interesting story as to, you know, why mm -hmm. they're in WordPress or life experiences that led them to WordPress and getting to, you know, talk to some people and, and, and experience Absolutely. that for herself was really special. Yeah. Will you be at WordCamp Europe? You know, unfortunately, no, I have a conflict. Um, if I'm honest, it's a music festival <laughs> Ooh, that I, uh, I go to every year. And there was one year, actually, well, it, it, it was 2019. I skipped all my summer music festivals to go to, I guess it was WordCamp Europe. I think it was 
Berlin that year, I want to say. I think it was Berlin. But I remember like telling myself like, oh, there will always be, you know, another music festival. Like I'm going to skip them this year and I'm going to go travel in Europe. And of course, this is like first world problems. Like, oh, I have to go travel in Europe. <laughs> But, but then, but then 2020 happened and uh, like there weren't music festivals again for two or three years. And Several I was kicking years, yeah. myself. I was like, oh man, I, you know, they're actually like, I was like, oh, I'll just go next year. But then there wasn't a next year and there wasn't a next year. Yeah. So I mean, to be fair, there wasn't a WordCamp Europe the next year or the next year either. So, Yeah, true. Okay, <laughs> that's yeah. <laughs> Makes I mean, if that me makes feel you better. feel any better. <laughs> uh, my daughter's actually traveling <laughs> with me this summer to um, Athens. So oh, that's exciting. people who are at WordCamp Europe will get to meet my daughter. Oh, cool. Oh, I Yeah, wish so I could be there. thank you. I'm looking forward to having that same experience with her that you had with your mom, where she's like, okay, I get it now. Like, I get it. You can stop talking about WordPress. I get it, you know? <laughs> Oh, how fun. That'll be great. Thanks. Yeah. If you weren't working in web, web tech, WordPress, anything to do with that, what's another career that you might like to attempt? You know, all my career choices were not the best, <laughs> like in terms of uh, like chances of success. Um, like I also played a lot of music and guitar when I was growing up and had the Mm hmm I, like, you know, the rock star dream or like doing, you know, playing music professionally. Um, I dabbled in like video games and, and like, you know, this is around the time like like when Twitch was coming out and I was like, oh, Right. I could be a professional video gamer or a, or a streamer, you know, or it's like I, I had like aspirations The next PewDiePie. that were similar. <laughs> Yeah, right. To to winning the lottery, right? Like I'll just, you know, just do this thing and, and maybe <laughs> maybe I'll get extremely lucky and if not, I'll just be broke. <laughs> There you go. um but in, in, yeah, I guess in, in in more recent times, um I've always enjoyed photography and taking a camera around as a as a hobby, but um I've have have had the thought of like um It, it would be a fun like retirement plan to do like food photography or travel photography. Again, this is another like very like competitive and difficult, you know, any like kind of art for the most part is really hard to make a living off of. But uh, that would probably be one I would be curious to explore at this point in my life. I'd follow your blog if you did. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate that. of course. What's something on your bucket list? Bucket list. You know, that's a good question. I I would love to tr travel more. Um, there's a few places. Like I, I got to do some traveling around Asia. I got to do some traveling around Europe. Um, I would love to travel around Africa. Um, I would love to go to Cuba. And I would love to go to Antarctica. Um, I've like I've done a lot of the kind of easier ones, but now some of the more like advanced uh, places are are the ones that are like, oh, that would be kind of that'd be kind of fun to do. Yeah. Well, I've never had anybody on the show from Antarctica. So if you do make it down there, we do it. We do a rematch here so that I can Sure. say that I've had somebody on the show from all seven continents, because right now Okay. I'm only hitting six. <laughs> That's that reminds me. Uh, Matt Mullenweg did a podcast with Tim Ferriss from Antarctica. I think they were there. They might have been there for an eclipse, but they were traveling together, and it was a really fun. It was it was an interesting episode, but it was even more interesting because they were in Ar Antarctica and talking Yeah. about you know the extreme weather and wind, and then I think they recorded it, uh, but then they weren't able to upload it for several weeks uh, until Yeah, they got that's what home I've or heard. got to a stable internet connection. Yeah, the Which Wi-Fi is actually not the might best cause down there. me things. You'd have to do like you could like email me questions <laughs> and I could record them maybe or something like that. I don't know. Although I have to get there. there are people um on the station down there in TikTok who are like uploading TikTok videos, but of course. 30 to 60 seconds at a time. So it's a lot less of, you know, to have to upload, but, um, but it can be done. Right. So, so Yeah, maybe maybe zip, it's Starlink, right? Is a zip thing message. now. We'll do zip message and you can just answer all the questions. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, some <laughs> bucket list for sure. That's Very cool. Sweet. My bucket list isn't travel as much as it is. I would love <laughs> to give a Ted talk. oh, cool. Like Oh, that that's is a great my, one. that's my ultimate goal is to give a TED talk. I've done a lot of other things in my life that I've had on my list. I didn't know that circumnavigating the globe was on my list until I realized I did that coming back, like going to Asia and back. I actually went one way and came back the other. I'm like, huh, Oh, cool. I added it to the list just to check it off, you know, but, uh, but giving a TED talk is definitely at the top of my list.
Nice, nice. Well, Yeah. I would love to. I would watch the YouTube video, or I think I don't. I, it's been a while since I've looked this up. I remember that TED Talks were ex like really expensive to attend, right? It was like, I don't know if that's changed or if there's like regionals, but I um, have no idea. yeah. Uh, if I could attend, that would be awesome. Maybe that's Yeah. a bucket list for me is to <laughs> I'm not And a now big, that I don't love. public speaking so so speaking at one is not <laughs> something i'm interested in but i'd love to attend and if you if you talk yeah. i'd love to attend your talk that'd be a good one Well, thank you. I'll I'll uh, if I ever do, I'll share the details with you and maybe we'll meet up for coffee there. <laughs> perfect or bourbon, I don't know, something. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Show us or tell us about a hidden talent that you have that the WordPress community might not be aware of. I have, I got obsessed with disc golf. Um, it was actually about a year ago to the day. Uh, and so talent is probably not the right word if I'm honest, because it's been more of like a, <laughs> a struggle or a, you know, like training process, but, um, that's been my kind of go-to hobby for the last year. And I've been putting a lot of time trying to bring my scores down and uh, throw that little disc just a little bit further or, you know, get, get a little bit more shape out of it or like, you know, That's make cool. that putt from 15 feet. There are a lot of disc golfers in WordPress. I, you know, it's one of those things like, you know, you hear like a word that you've never heard before and then all of a sudden you start hearing it everywhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I've had that experience with disc golf because I was always, it was always something I, you know, I knew what it was. I knew people played it, but then Mm when I started doing it myself, I had the similar experience of like, wow, there's -hmm. Yeah. a lot of people that like people get obsessed with it too, similar to how I think I might've <laughs> borderline gotten a little obsessed with it. So you'll, you'll like meet another disc golf junkie. And the next thing you know, you're like an hour in talking about, you know, like different, different disc angles and, oh God, the different discs themselves and the different I'm sure. companies, and the collections, et cetera. I love it. I love this. So it's a, it, it's its own subculture, but it's also a WordPress sub, subculture, the disc golfers. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. we should, we should have wpdiscgolf.com and people can sign up for a tournament at every WordCamp. Oh, that'd be fun. We used to, yeah, make fun of like, not make fun of, but the joke at Cabo Press was if you just put press after your hobby, you could write it off your taxes, you know? So there's There like you go. Snowboard Press and Cigar Press and Cabo Press. We should do a, And a disc disc golf golf press. press and There you yeah, go. then we can all <laughs> What go would play I have? and put it on the company card. Mine would be Lego press, but I think I might run into Oh, a, um, a, a copyright infringement if I had Lego press. <laughs> what do they say? I think like not fake it till you make it, but uh, don't ask for uh, permission. Uh, you know, ask for or don't. Ask Yeah, for the don't. <laughs> wait for the cease <laughs> and desist letter. yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe just brick press. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. that could work. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, for sure. So is there anything I haven't asked you about that you'd love to share with us? Anything going on for Beaver Builder, for you personally, WordPress in general? Well, I believe I'm going to go to, I don't, I don't think the dates have been announced yet, but I'm planning to go to WordCamp Seattle uh, Nice. and I'm planning to go to WordCamp US this year. So if any of your listeners are attending either of those, love to link up. And Great. actually for WordCamp US, it's going to be on my birthday weekend. So um, I'm going to be celebrating, a, or I don't think it's a weekend. I think it might be a weekday, but my birthday is one of the days of WordCamp US. So Ooh. I'm we'll going to have do to a celebrate. little Word camp birthday uh celebration. Yeah. So if I you're love there, it. come find me and <laughs> Absolutely. yeah, we'll do cupcakes or something. <laughs> I'll bring your birthday hat. <laughs> How do people find you on socials? Um, where do you like to, <laughs> what social channel do you use the most? And what is your handle there so people can follow up with you if they have questions? yeah, despite the, you know, roller coaster I was talking about earlier, I've been doing a lot of Twitter recently. Um, I'm on all the big ones, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I haven't, I haven't actually gotten on like I, I've dabbled with Mastodon and Nostra and some of the, these like decentralized social networks Mm -hmm. that are becoming popular. Part of the Uh, Fediverse. but yeah, yeah, I guess I'm not, <laughs> not even that familiar, but yeah, that sounds right. I know I've heard that term before. I'm just throwing the term out like I know what I'm talking <laughs> about. So just agree with me. yeah. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> Um, yeah, we're, we're WP. Oh, sorry. I was going to do my Beaver Builder plug. It's WPBeaverBuilder.com on the web, assistant.pro. And then I'm Robbie McCullough on all the socials.
Fantastic. Yes. And I know we follow each other. So um, I love your tag this afternoon. And I was like, oh man, am I going to make coffee or am I going to just drink the bourbon? And obviously I went for the bourbon. So you inspired me to do the beer, but then it, uh, yeah, it was, I was all I know, excited I'm to so use sorry. that beer draft. And well, it's, I mean, there's worse things for me, not like, you know, to be not drinking and <laughs> well, we'll have, have a, birth- a beer, <laughs> we'll a have a birthday later. drink. Yeah, we'll have a birthday drink for you in uh in Maryland for, at Nationals, uh at National like Harbor. A, yeah. Perfect perfect US. plan. Yeah, just just one though. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Wink, some you wink. know do you know what my trick is? Well, it's not a trick. Um, I like to stay sober at events, but I do love and I'm not I'm not a teetotaler, but at WordCamp US last year, which were you there at last year? Yeah. No, and everybody I, or no, I'm sorry, it was in San Diego, but not before San yeah. Diego was so, right yeah this i guess that was the last year calendar mm-hmm. year so yes yeah <laughs> so in san diego the 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 lobby was huge at the hotel and, and center and there's a great big bar there and everybody would be like what would you like to drink and i'd be like i always start with a gin and tonic because it's not a heavy drink you know it's nice and light and and refreshing and then i switch mm-hmm. from that to seltzer with lime because it still looks the same not that i care but it's still refreshing and it tastes very similar and then i watch everybody else get drunk <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I I can relate. I've been doing liquid deaths a lot recently, which I don't know if you're not familiar. It's uh, it's, it's I call it like the the <laughs> the boy version of Lacroix, not to <laughs> you know, <laughs> not to assign gender stereotypes to different drinks, but it's like a tall can and it's dark and it's aggressive and you know I think it was started by a like a rock star or something like, like that. But it's it's a nice beer replacement. It looks like a beer, feels like a beer, but it's it's just bubbly water. There you go. I like bubbly water. It works for me. So, well, thank you, Robbie, so much for being on the show today. Uh, really looking forward to seeing you at a future WordCamp and, uh, you know, doing whatever we do together and hanging out and learning more and and uh, learning even more about Beaver Builder as we go. So uh, for everybody else, we will see you uh, at the next episode. And in the meantime, be good. <laughs>